The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. This week's episode of PSVG Prime is brought to you by the amazing folks over at patreon.com slash PSVG. Huge, huge shout outs to our Patreon producers, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bonesaw Barboni, Coach Mo, Dev Tyus, Chris McElfresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calcote, Mike Masick, Zach Bradshaw, and Nick Falhaba. So I got to say it. He told me I have to say it that way. So thank you all for all of our Patreon supporters. Of course, not just the ones I mentioned ahead. Each month, if you are a Patreon supporter, it gets you exclusive episodes of PSVG DLC, which isn't just PSVG DLC. No, no, no. There is now 37 different shows you get a week, courtesy <laughs> of the Patreon feed. So $3 gets you access to all that stuff there. Check it out. Patreon.com slash PSVG. That's enough of that stuff. Let's get on to this week's episode. Good evening, morning, afternoon. Time doesn't really matter anymore in these days. Welcome to this week's episode of PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the PSVG Podcast Network. All right, all right, all right. And notice I say that three times because there's three of us here. So I'm the all right. The all right, all right is my co-host, Mr. Lucas Rose. Hey, everybody. How's it going? How's it going? Good. It's going good. It's going all right. I look at the camera and I say, all right, all right, all right. And, you know. We can't have the all right, all right without the all right. So our third seat from board with video games and board with everything and exhausted. He does almost as many shows as Donnie does. Josh DeBonesaw Borboni. Hey, I'm I'm just all right. Just all right. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys are next level. I, I need that energy. <laughs> you need some of our energy. You're in trouble then. I mean, well, did you not hear what we did to Donnie last week? So. No, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> well, our energy, our energy is brought to us by G Fuel. Use our code. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Right before the podcast starts, it's literally I hear the shaker going. I'm like, ah, oh. he's back on the powder. It's our exclusive whiskey flavored PSVG Prime whiskey. Mm. Excellent. <laughs> Use code PSVG at checkout for absolutely nothing off <laughs> except Lucas's pants. Hey, hey, I forget what did we do to Donnie last week where the show just stopped after I made a joke. I, I don't remember what it was at this point, but there was something we did last week that just Donnie had to stop. Derailed. Yeah, it was bad. So let's see if we can do it to Josh this week. Be good. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. How are you holding up, Lucas? I'm doing all right. I'm doing yeah. all right. I mean, every like you said, every day is the same. So it's just more what are of days? the same. What are days? What are things? When you break up your days by, like, I get excited if I have to endanger my life and leave the house to get some, you know, (laughs) do some run that must be done, whether it's for toiletries or other things, you know. Other than that, I'm fine, you know. You're right. It's weird running out. Uh, We don't call it, like, grocery shopping or anything more. I I call it supply runs. Supply runs, yeah. Yeah. And I had to to go out a few times this week, unfortunately, um, but I go super probably over prepared which is good i think like i will have a jacket on 
no exposed, you know, sleeves. I, you know, my sleeves will be down. I will be wearing gloves and I will be wearing a face mask at all times. Even when I'm driving the car, I'm like, my wife says, like, you don't need to put that on to actually leave. I'm like, no, no, I'm being super safe. I'm just wearing yeah. it all times because you don't know. You don't know. Maybe some idiot walked by and like sneezes on my car handle. I don't know. Well, I was going to say like you if I mean, I don't wear the gloves, but I go in the store and then I go touch my steering wheel and shift yep. lever thing. You know, I'm not going through and necessarily Lysoling all of those surfaces. Yeah. You can yeah. only you can only do so much with a little bit of disinfectant, you know, so it's true. And then you can't buy more disinfectant right now. So you got it's that true. you got to ration it out. And you're like, well, I hope this m- little tiny milliliter is going to be enough to cure everything just or if i'm just gonna risk my life and we'll, we'll roll the dice i i think the place i was in wasn't that dirty so i don't need to disinfect too much um but i had to go to the post office like twice this week which oh. sucked because that was oh. just, luckily i have a post office right nearby it's always super dead there's not like a line or anything like that except during the holidays but so both times i went there absolutely nobody was there which was good but i had to go because i shipped um my elgato sold it to matt skinny matt because he wants to stream and I gave him mm-hmm. a good deal because you can't buy him literally anywhere. And I have mine sitting in my desk drawer for like a year because my stupid computer problem we talked about the USB 3.0. So yep. I gave him a, a good deal and he bought it. So I shipped it out to him and then I also had to send back um, Days Gone, which we'll talk about later back to Chalfie. Um, so I did all that one day, like Monday, I think. And then we ordered face masks to be custom made for my in-laws who are in Florida because mm-hmm. um, like you can't really order any on Amazon without them shipping like a month from now if that yeah so we we found this cosplayer who actually you know she makes her own costumes but now she's also making face masks in different patterns with fabric she has so we ordered some from her but instead of sending them to them she sent them to me so then I needed to go and mail them to them in Florida uh, I had to go back to the post office today middleman uh, yeah yeah but we're healthy Unlike our third chair's house, apparently right now. <laughs> how are you, how are you holding up, Josh? It's been a wild ride. <laughs> uh, yeah. So on Tuesday, my wife started. Uh, well, my wife developed a fever. So in in a normal world, that would be no problem at all. Who cares? Right. Uh, unfortunately, uh, that's not what we are living in, and it's been frustrating to have to realize that if you get a fever, technically, you have to treat that like you have this virus. Uh, yeah. So, you know, we kind of was like, well, sleep on it, see how you do in the morning. She wasn't feeling good. She was sore. You know, t- typical signs of the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, she called her doctor. Well, she called her work first, and they just instantly put her on a 14-day stay stay home from work quarantine instantly. Yeah. Uh, so then she called the doctor, and they sent her out to get tested within 20 minutes and then within 20 more minutes, she was already home. And then we found out the results the next day. It's kind of crazy how quickly they can do it now compared to two months ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they put that thing in her nose twice. Uh, That swab. And she said the second time was further back. uh, Uh, She said it was awful. (laughs) Right in the brain. I'm really hoping I don't get a temperature (laughs) because I don't want to go do that. No. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, the test came back negative, which we were all very thankful for. But we still have to wait out her symptoms. Um, and then once she's symptomless, we got to wait another 72 hours before I can go back to work, before she can go back to work, uh, before she can even be in the same room as me and my son, which is insane right now. Yeah. Living in a one-floor apartment building, having to keep her. I had to move out of my bedroom, so I live in the living room 
my clothes are in this room. And as I wash them, I put them back in here and yeah. fold them. Uh, we have to keep the cat away from her. And the cat's room is our bedroom. Yeah, right. Oh, so we have yeah. to take the litter box out, the food. She's trying to get in the gate every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a blast. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the crazy thing too is the is the new if you're not following the stories all the time like the new thing is like yeah your pets can get it like two cats tested positive in new york and you're like are you kidding me now like my wife's plan all along had been like because i'm the only one that's leaving the house so like I, if anybody's getting it, it's it's most likely to be me she's like the plan is if one of us gets sick like we, they instantly have to be quarantined down here in the basement which is fine we have a full bathroom i have you know there's a, there's a sink down here there's a freezer down here like it's fine people can live down here but the cat's boxes are in the room behind me that's yeah. what litter boxes are. So they're like, you'll have to, the cats will have to stay with you if that happens. But now the story count, she's like, well, shit, the cats can't stay with whoever needs to be quarantined. <laughs> if something happens now, we're like, God, it's, it's insane. Like every day there's a new story about different symptoms, different side effects. You know, talking about like young people having cardiac arrest from this now. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen the COVID toes. Have you seen the toe thing now? They're saying like certain people have like a rash or a redness in their toes. They didn't know existed. Like oh, boy. every day is something else. It's like, what is this? This is the T virus. This is umbrella corporation. We are screwed. Like, cause it just <laughs> continuously evolves. It's insane. I have to text my wife, honey, check your toes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, is this that weird foot thing you like, Ian Josh? No, no, I swear. Send pics. Send what? pics to your toes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, did, we did do a Google Duo uh, phone call today, literally from the living room oh with God. my son, so she could see him. The one time you could actually say, it's coming from within the house. <laughs> and it wasn't scary. Well, no, it's still scary. If she's still yeah, scary. yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh God, I don't envy you. God bless you, Josh. Good luck. Um, yeah, thanks. We we should probably talk about some video games and go from uh, real life horrors to probably some fake ones. Let's talk about what we've been playing, uh, Josh. As the guest, sir, what what have oh. you been playing video game wise? Oh, that's nice of you. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. I I pretty much never heard bar- of barrel through that. <laughs> uh, um, so. Before the the building I'm working in as a custodian, our building was an emergency shelter yeah. for homeless that were positive, um, positive tested positive. So for homelessness, right? For homelessness, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we had to man the building twenty four seven. So I was working overnights um, to do that. So uh, um, we were bringing our consoles in because, like, you had to stay up all night. You had yep. to respond to walkies. Well, I, I stayed up on my Maybe not everyone did. Uh, <laughs> Two-man groups. So I was playing a lot. So basically, I, I kind of just tore through Final Fantasy VII Remake. And then when I was finished, which I greatly enjoyed, I won't go on and on because I know people have been talking about it a lot. Um, but then I was like, what do I play next? And I was like, well, you know what? I'll, I'll give Days Gone a second chance because, you know, I started playing it. I missed... Um, once you get your bike, I actually missed, I didn't get the bike from the, 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 um, hideout when you first show up. So I ended up huffing it on foot for like oh, Jesus six <laughs> hours of the game. Oh my God. So like, you know, Josh plays on hard mode. Like when I tried to play in breath of the wild and realized <laughs> I kept freezing to death in the mountains with yeah. my, whatever, uh, but I still completed that, that mission without the, the ice vest or whatever. Um, so I started playing Days Gone, and of course that night, once the night was over, they shut down the shelter at our building. So <laughs> I don't know that I will revisit that Days Gone for a little no. bit. <laughs> uh, however, I did enjoy it more uh, this time around. Um, I'm not going to uninstall it. 
So I'll keep it on there for days I might uh, want to pull an all-nighter if I'm still home and things like that. It's true. But uh, yeah, uh, I was happy with the revisit. I would say if people haven't played it, it's definitely a game worth uh, giving it a sh- giving a shot. Uh, especially, I think it's pretty cheap now too. I think people can get in. I think get under twenty bucks now. I yeah, think. at a good price. Um, I started Control DLC, so, uh, the Foundation. So you, you got Control on PlayStation. I thought you guys were playing on Xbox originally, or did you? No, it was on PlayStation because Kyle, Kyle got it on PlayStation. Kyle got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's on PlayStation. He, we, we, I didn't do the Expedition DLC. Um, so I just jumped in on the Foundation DLC. Mm-hmm. I did the first mission for expeditions and then i did the first i don't know what i did the first one or two missions for the foundation and i forgot how hard control is i Mm -hmm. I died so much and it's been a while since i like died in the video game that much that i was starting to get frustrated Mm. so i kind of i was like okay enough of that now i'm gonna go play days gone that seems like a a smart (laughs) idea uh well, it's true. So, That's one of the problems I had with control was was <laughs> the controls. I think I always wanted to just rush in and run a gun. Yeah, and you really can't throughout most of that game. So I can't imagine the DLC is any different. But they added um, hatchet dudes. Uh, oh, great! And we need those. They almost immediately kill you. Two oh, hits okay. and you die. God. And they and they also oh. teleport. Because <laughs> why not? Up. Up levels too. Like I'm up. Oh, so you can oh, No, you have to be on your like it's very challenging. That you have to be on your toes to take these guys on. And they always show up during like big bad fights or boss yep. fights. Yep, uh, so you can't focus on them. You you're there's also guys that use the um um they have their own rock shields that are constantly spinning yeah. around them and launch them. So you're fighting those guys and those hatchet three or four of those hatchet guys are teleporting in front of you. <laughs> it was no, insane. I- I was going to say I was jealous that you're playing the DLC, but now, no, I'm, I'm good. It's still good. It's still good, but sure. it's definitely challenging. Um, and then from the most challenging to the least challenging, I'm, I'm also still playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I'm still enjoying it. Uh, today was an off day because my shop is getting remodeled, and so I couldn't, I couldn't sell anything. Yeah. Or So I just went online, on and I just started remodeling my island because what else am I supposed to do? <laughs> sure. Sure. just catch fish and save it for tomorrow yeah it's, yeah, it's still fun though um, yeah I dug up a bunch of trees actually I have them full in my inventory because you can't put them in your house yes that's true and then as I saved it I was like why didn't I just buy a ticket and plant all those trees on a different island what was I thinking <laughs> just leave them there Yeah, <laughs> just fly somewhere leave those trees there they're well, just a regular non chopped them down just taking the wood I could have chopped them because you could have just stored the wood oh that's what I'll do plant one chop it down Take the wood, plant one. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> uh, all fifteen of my trees that are in my inventory. You'll go through a couple axes, but it's okay. Yeah, build a couple of them. Uh, yeah, so I'm still enjoying that a lot. Uh, I, I, this was my first Animal Crossing game, so I didn't know what to expect, but yeah. uh, it's a really great time killer. So uh, I'm enjoying it. Good, glad to hear. I'm so, I'm shocked. Kyle's not playing it, right? He doesn't have it. I don't think he got it. No. It's weird. I feel like he'd be into this, but he, he just got back into Minecraft, so I think that's probably why. So why not play something good like Animal Crossing? I don't. I really don't <laughs> He's know waiting for that ray tracing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like that Minecraft Diablo thing. I like. Then I'd be like, okay, well, I get that. But <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Um, Lucas, why don't you go next? 
All right. Uh, well, really quickly, same two, two games as last week, Injustice 2. I've gotten much further in this game. I actually put some real time into it and uh, kind of know what's going on. And uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And what I found to be interesting was that the person that I feel like I'm the best with is a hero that I have really no clue about, and that is Blue Beetle. Oh, yeah. Blue Beetle awesome. He's a good That's one true. in that game. Yep. I, yeah, I really enjoy how responsive he feels, his whole move set. He has a, a lot of um, skills that are very, um, I don't know, I almost call them like utility skills because yep. he has this like blade arm and you can either do it like a downward blade arm or an upward and he has air grabs and all this other stuff. And uh, I just found it really easy to chain stuff together with him. But again, I ha- I mean, the only thing I know is from the cutscenes and that he's found an alien suit or something. Uh, but I, the same thing happened with Firestorm too, who I also find uh, pretty interesting. I'm like, wait, so this is like two people in one? What's going on here? Uh, so it's been a little tough not knowing the full background stories of some of these heroes, you know, the ones that are a little deeper cuts than Batman and Superman. Um, but overall, the, it's just so crazy that it seems like the DC animated and video game uh, stuff just blows any of the Hollywood stuff out of the water. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. how they get it so wrong. And what I was also thinking about is that this type of story, because it is a little bit darker, a little bit more adult, I feel like it really can only work in DC. I don't think it would work as well with Marvel because of the cast of characters. There's not really like a Batman character necessarily that can really one be as popular as Batman is and two carry this darker story with, you know, Superman being a bad guy and, and all this stuff. It, it's just, have, have, you not, have you not heard of civil war? Well, I, I know, but it doesn't feel as, no, I'm just messing with you. No, I mean, yes, that's about as close as it gets, but it's still, you know, I don't know. It doesn't feel as grim. And and that's funny because they want this gritty version of, of the Justice League or whatever. And yeah. then you, you, you'd you be getting it from this um, <laughs> this game, really. It's what more could you want? So It's does true. This, does this one have the DLC? Do you have all the... You didn't get the DLC. And I'm I like, you got to get the DLC for this. Asking me. I said to myself, I should beat the game and play it some more before. Because I don't have any of the DLC for Mortal Kombat 11 either. Uh, but it's not because I don't want to play the game. It's just yeah. I felt like they didn't have a story. Like I wanted to play through the story for sure. I got you. Um, gotcha. You know that was the big draw. So I, I would have saved more money in the end if I would have done it that way. But it was kind of like a oh I should finally pick it up. But I kind of feel bad about it. So I better spend the least amount of money as possible. I think you can I buy them it. individually, right? The characters you can just buy yeah, the Ninja sure. Turtles and you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, and then I can learn who they all are, right? Yeah, yeah. you're wearing a Leonardo hat right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, nice. No, L is for loser. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I'm just, and it looks great, and the facial animation is still just top notch. It's mm. it's all good. Really enjoy it. Uh, Lego Marvel too. The thing that I forgot to talk about with this game is just how much better it is than Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. <laughs> like, <laughs> I I'm sorry, but it is, and I think anybody would agree. And they made some improvements upon the Lego um, uh, recipe that I didn't notice at first, but I came to appreciate, for instance, there are, uh, bad guys that have 
different requirements to beating them up. For instance, everyone is familiar with the silver having to blow up with explosives, uh, Lego bricks or whatever that exists in the environment. Well, they did a thing where they put those as vests on certain bad guys, like bigger bad guys. Now you have to use a power to get those vests off before you can beat them up. Or they'll have a flamethrower where you have to use a ranged weapon first, knock kind of knock the flamethrower askew and then go in and beat them up. Stuff like that. And it really shakes up the um, the combat in a good way because before it just feels like you're mashing buttons. Mm-hmm. Um, but even more than that is just the way that the powers look, the way the whole thing plays out. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, I felt like it was just this gigantic blur of stuff going on at all times. And it was really hard to understand what was going on and really what your powers were. I mean, even if you knew what people's powers were and what to look for, it still just kind of felt like a big blurry mess. I, I don't know. Uh, and then the other thing is that the the map system is so much better and, and in my opinion works better. Um, and there was one other thing. Oh, they took out the annoying automatic moves. Do you remember from Lego Marvel where yes. you'd be fighting someone and then all of a sudden they would do this crazy thing? Uh, like some slam, bam, thank you, ma'am move. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that still, but you have to grab them and then press B as opposed to it happening automatically, which it happened way too often in the originals. And it, it would take the control out of your hand for a second. And it was just really annoying. So improvements across the board. It looks great. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just such a vast improvement over a lot of the games that came out in the early 2000s where it kind of just felt like it was all the same game just kind of with different characters so it was nice to see that they improved on some things uh pokemon sword if you can believe it i am back playing this i started today uh, again uh because i was playing it with my son and he was kind of getting into pokemon and mostly just into the pokemon themselves and pikachu of course and he was absolutely delighted that we found one out in the wild and were able to capture it so he, w- I, I've never seen his eyes light up so much than when he was like, "It's Pikachu! We've got to capture him so we can put him on our team and 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 whatnot." So he was really excited about it. We got to the grass gym, which is the first gym. Can't yeah. remember what the town is called, but uh, we whooped that guy's booty and um, basically just kind of leveled up our dudes and and continued on through the game. And so I don't know if we'll, I don't know how much of it we'll play, but. I've I rented this from the library before everything went down and the library closed. So I've had this for probably two months now. I think I should probably get through some of it instead yeah, right? of just having it for two or three months and then never playing it. You have a rare instance where nothing is due anymore right now. You could just be playing. You basically exactly. own this game, Lucas. Exactly. You just have to trade in for no value when it's all said and done. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, it has no value to me. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm enjoying it, but it is ridiculous that some of the animations are the same as the uh, original, like red and blue, where uh, a kick. I can't remember what it. I can't remember what it was. It was some donkey thing, and it was doing this kick move, and it literally just <laughs> pranced. It pranced up and down, like it just went like that i know that's a very visual thing i'm doing but if you played the game you know what i'm talking about why couldn't they have made these things actually animate 
in some because that's not the manner. Pokemon way. You just see things like Pikachu uses Whiplash. And he just stands. And he goes forward. And that's it. Like that's yeah. his attack. Yeah. You know what? You've had how many games? I'm sorry, but you improve after a while. You can't just go. Well, that's just what Pokemon is. No, have you've made, you heard of Nintendo? You've just... ma- <laughs> you've made so much money. It's true. It's true. But if you're gonna do something over and over again, <clears throat> make it something good like Mario instead of sure uh, not animating characters. Uh, that said, it's enough for kids. That's what it really comes down to, right? It's like my son doesn't care. He loves it. So whatever. Pokemon Sword. It's better than Shield because Sword is a weapon and it looks cool. Uh, <laughs> Did you play your next game with someone who forgot to mention it? To mention it? I figured we could talk about it together. Uh, yeah, I played Grand Theft Auto online with my wife. Uh, no, my second your waifu, wife. waifu. My waifu. My internet boyfriend your beard josh yeah <laughs> uh joshy poo you're right here we can That's talk right. about it you can attest to a couple of things that happened we you you reached out to me and you said lucas i'm lonely i'm lo- <laughs> please play games with me and i said okay fine. i'm supposed to be playing something else but i'm not gonna <laughs> i did i did i was like well i gotta put some time into chrono trigger i was actually playing it at the time that you messaged me and i'm like well i've already been playing it for 45 minutes that's enough time let's move on <laughs> to something i really want to play so i um yeah i switched over with you and we played and we actually got to play the game within 15 minutes which is rare for us because usually there's an update or something's not working or we forget what voice program to use or whatever and uh we did some gta online missions to earn that money and uh we had a a good time i laugh i can't remember the last time i laughed that hard honestly because some ridiculous (laughs) things happened such as Driving down the highway in a car that goes so fast that we ramped off the highway and straight into the ground. Three basically, levels down. Three <laughs> levels down. Even though it, was, it wasn't even a ramp, really. It was just that it was a slight decline. And we just went like an arrow. Like we shot out of a bow, just smashed right into the ground. And then the only way to get back was to take another on-ramp but this one was more like an evil Knievel on-ramp that you <laughs> ramp into the sky and get an insane stunt bonus for so, so you played fast and furious basically, yeah, basically. <laughs> i think we made that joke while we were doing this yeah, I'm sure um, and then i do have to admit that uh we were there was there was this we had to go down to the docks okay and we had to go over to the uh, apparently the the security company Merriweather. Uh, they have this uh, training facility there on the docks, and so we're on the water, and uh, that's basically how they want us to go: is to go in by boat, get up there, climb a ladder on the uh, the docks there, and infiltrate this building. You could also swim there like we did the first time. Yeah, yeah. Or find a boat or, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. do anything besides drive to the closed section. They right. have a gate. There's an entrance, but the gate doesn't open. It's like they don't want random this people just to... roundabout <laughs> excuse coming. <laughs> okay, okay. So so we drive there and we're like, how do we get in? And we go in the wrong way like three times. And then eventually we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We had to go around the side of the building because we did this last time. And, uh, wait, so, so you did it before? You still uh, didn't remember? Yeah. Well, we got almost we came there. In a different way last time. Yeah. Okay. We got almost there and we're like, wait a minute. This geography looks familiar. <laughs> um, 
So we go around the side, and you have to understand, there's like a one-foot ledge all the way around the building. So Were there air vents preventing you from getting in? There, Yes, all sorts of things. Uh, so the water is pretty choppy, and, and Josh goes, hey, there's a boat down here. Let's just take this boat over to the other side, and then we can, you know, expedite this whole process. And uh, I'm like, okay. So he jumps down, gets in the boat, no problem. I jumped down, missed the boat completely. I actually ended up like diving into the water, didn't I? Like I the jumped. First time you fell in. I, okay, so I fell in the first time. Yeah. And uh, mm. so I'm uh, b- below the water, like it's over my head, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, you know, I'm using mouse control, mouse and keyboard, and I'm like, all right, let's uh, get up to the surface here. Nothing's working. I'm like, why can't I? Why can't I surface myself? Why can't I get to the? I'm I'm moving the mouse, looking up at the top, you know, at the top of the water, the 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 breaking point, and uh, so then I'm starting to freak out. I'm like, Josh, I can't like swim up. What is going on? So then I start smashing space bar, which is the universal swim up in any other game that's you can use a mouse and keyboard with. So I'm smashing the jump button. Nothing. It's I important drown. to mention, uh, before you get to that, you, when you start a mission, you have team lives. Yes. So we have some, a set number of lives. Yeah. So when someone God. on your team dies, they they take away from your team pool. It's not individual lives. Yes. So I drown and take one of those lives, and then it puts out me of back. Two. Out of two. <laughs> puts me back up there. And, and Josh is like, well, why don't you just try to jump in the boat and miss the water completely? So I'm like, okay. Well, I literally pressed the jump button and my guy goes diving over the boat and like literally does a swan dive into the water. Nice. And then I drown again. (laughs) (laughs) Two team lives gone. (laughs) Two team, all the team lives. If anyone dies again, it's over. So I just, Josh is like, why don't you just try walking off the cliff slowly? (laughs) And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, tap W, tap W, walk forward, walk forward, get in the boat. We complete the mission. No problems, right, Josh? Absolutely none. Yeah, I wasn't... except we got to the end of the mission where you kept screaming, if I get shot one more time, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, there was that. There was that part. And at the end of the helicopter, or at the end of the helicopter, at the end of the mission, a helicopter shows up. And so you have to be prepared to be shot from the sky, basically. So I'm running around with a Stinger missile launcher thing. Like ready for this thing to come out at us like it's Metal Gear Solid or something and just blast away. And uh, we did that. We did that. We were victorious. We flew away in into the night sky in our own helicopter and everything turned out okay in the end. This is why you guys need to stream this when you I'm, do these things. I really I need to watch these. I, w- well, I should have last night and completely forgot because we've talked about doing it before. So when we play yeah. again, we definitely will. It's just not. Us, it's not a we don't set it up beforehand so it's not yeah. like we can say we'll be doing it you know Thursday yeah, yeah, yeah. night or something but, but either way do, just so you have it recorded just yeah you know, exactly like, I want to do it yes. I don't need to watch it live I just want to watch it in my, like, after true. you tell this story I want to be able to go to YouTube and watch what happened yes. for myself just, better yet just make clips of it on Twitch or whatever yes, and then just absolutely. send the clips to you yeah hey, school's, school's canceled here so uh, my nights are literally free until uh, yeah. September yeah we're gonna be able to. We're gonna. We're gonna have a lot of uh, time to put into this. I hope, because we gotta get to the uh, the heists, mm-hmm. so we can really show that we don't know what we're doing and the, we're the worst people to hire. So yeah, that's everything. Okay, um, I'll go quick. Uh, Fallout seventy six, still playing it. I bet you will. Still enjoying it. <laughs> um, 
this expansion really makes it more like a fall game. It still doesn't feel like as fleshed out as the other ones, but this is leaps and bounds better. So it's satisfying that itch I have to play a fall game that I haven't beaten 13 times already before. So <laughs> is it is it growing on you the more you play or is it basically at its peak point and now you're just getting through it or like what's what's the experience now are you just like oh it just keeps getting better yeah that's really what it is it's like oh okay here's some people but then like oh here's a whole town that wasn't here before and here's this whole you know complex like it's just it's they really made amends and kind of made this a much more fleshed out experience it's not just relying on you and the maybe 10 other people that might be in your server at any given point kind of deal working in the same area that you can't yeah. really talk to so yeah it's good stuff and i mean i i think if this does well enough and people get the word out that it actually isn't bad now and they start maybe making some money off this game finally, maybe they'll continue to support it, do more expansions and stuff like that too, whether it's free or not, I don't know, but uh, it's definitely a step in the right place. The one thing I will say I still don't like, but I don't see them taking it out, is the whole you get hungry and thirsty mechanic. Mm. That's really annoying because you go on these long treks across this landscape that you're, you know, sometimes you have to walk or travel for a good 10 minutes to get to your location and you need to stop and eat and drink multiple times. So like you have to keep remembering to pick up food and water and stuff that you can do that won't get your radiation through the roof too, because you have to worry about that as you eat the food you find because it's all irradiated. Yeah. So that part's a little annoying and I wish they kind of just get rid of that piece. If they did, I'd be like, this is a great, you know, this is one of my favorite games to play then if that, if that could get rid of that one little. Some people love that thing. though. The they do. Aspect. And I don't mind if it wasn't like, but I mean, it's literally like a lot. Like I have to drink a lot and water is one of the most scarce resources. And like, if yeah. you find water, you then need to boil it so you can drink it. So you not only have to find drinks, you then need to find wood and a campfire to boil your water. So it's like, it's, it's more than just picking up and drinking it. So <laughs> then you got to build one of those charcoal drum things to put the mm-hmm. water through so that the You're talking about animals, you, you, you can get filtration systems too. <laughs> of course you can. I you told can you the them. best, the highlight of that game was when I tested the water. So yeah. of course there's more water-based. Yeah. Uh, you can, you can build them you, in your yeah. camp, but your camp is like somewhere, you know, in a set point that you pick on the map. You can take them. You can move them as you travel around. If you want, it costs some caps to do it. But every time you do it, you have to reassemble your camp. Uh, so like I, I built just a rudimentary like rectangle place and all my, my crafting benches and stuff are inside there. So if I move it to somewhere else, I have to put the building out. Luckily I don't have to build the wall. It's just like the whole building, but then I need to place each crafting thing, each water thing, each electric thing and put it all back. And I don't want to do that. So I kind of just leave it where I have it. And if I can fast travel to it, if I need to, I I will. Mm -hmm. But if you have, if you picked up so much stuff and you looted it and you're over encumbered, which is a big fallout thing, you can't fast travel. So yeah. then it's like, so if I really grabbed a whole bunch of good loot, it's either I will walk forever to get back to someplace I can <laughs> store it or I have to dump and then fast travel. And it's like, then you lose stuff. So it's like, but I hate when I have to dump and fast I know. travel. You get so. over encumbered because you got to dump stuff. <laughs> that's right. Then you're all uncomfortable. But that's the problem with those meters, man. They make it yeah. into a meter manager and you're just babysitting. Yeah. I mean, Fallout, Fallout's always been an inventory management game. Like we, we've known that and like you can craft stuff like that's been a constant like repair your weapons, you know, customize your weapons. That's always been a thing in Fallout. Yeah. It's just this whole food and water on top of all that stuff. It's like, man, it's, it's hard to manage all this stuff. So that's the one downside for me right now. But I do like the story so far. I'm still just chugging away at it when I can. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy now I, I own it and that I'm able to enjoy get some enjoyment. I still don't know how long the campaign is, but I'm enjoying what I got now. So. That's a plus. 
um, to go from a game I liked to one I really did not like. Uh, Horror of the Deep. Oh, I saw you streaming this. Yeah. I was like, what is he doing? What yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I said the entire time I played it. So <laughs> the game doesn't tell you what's going on at all. You just start this game up and you're instantly in a medieval dungeon kind of thing with like torch lights and stuff like that. Um, it's a first person. I, I guess you can kind of say it's like a walking sim, but not really because walking sims technically have a story and this one really doesn't you find some notes but it's just a horror game you're kind of walking through these dungeons you can't really differentiate what's going on and it's more like a maze like each level you go through is a maze you have to find your way out of it grab the keys unlock the door and get out to the next part but they don't really tell you what's going on other than like you're in this place and it's evil here and you will die but i don't i played it for a good i don't know two three hours i never once found out where i really am why I'm there, what this evil is. Like, I'm just constantly walking around these like never ending hallways that are dark as hell. I can't even like really tell what's going on. And that's kind of the problem too. Is like, I turned the brightness up and I still wasn't able to make out a lot of areas and you can't attack the creatures you do run into. They kind of just, you have to run away from them. If they catch you, you're dead instantly. Like there's no, Oh, you could take a hit or two. It's nope. They touch you. You're dead. So I quickly uninstalled this game. I, it looks like an old game too. Like visually it doesn't look great, but it is an in- indie game. So I get that developers drunken apes. Yeah. Um, so I get it's an indie game. So like, I wasn't knocking it for the way it looked, but if it had a good story or something, I'd be more apt to it. It just really wasn't good. And I see it more as like, this would be a cheap, lame, like VR game. It would have been better as that. Did you play I feel perception? Like, that's the blind one, right? Yeah. No, I did not. That's like a good, horror slash walking sim kind of yeah. game that I think is on sale too. Probably. I, I just bought a bunch too. Yeah, so that's <laughs> what I, yeah. <laughs> that, that I'll get to. But yeah, this one really kind of let me down, but uh, luckily I got it from the ID at Xbox team, so I didn't have to pay for it. So I'm not that nice. angry about it, but yeah, it's not great. So skip this one unless you're somehow able to play it in VR, then it might be okay to kind of scare you, but not really worth uh, jumping into. Another one I got from the ID at Xbox team. This one actually really is a great game. Josh, have you played the complex? The compound? Nope, it's the complex. I think I wrote it wrong in the, the document. Complex. Yes. The complex. Sounds familiar, but I don't think so. So this is done by the same team that did late shift. Oh, oh, oh. I've seen I've seen this. It's another um, yep. F- FMV game. Yep. Yep. It's so the the story this is after a major bioweapon attack in London, uh, two scientists find themselves in a lockdown laboratory with time and air running out. The complex is an interactive sci-fi thriller movie where your decisions lead to one of eight suspenseful endings. Um, this is basically like a horror action version of like late shift. Uh, so it's still the same way you go through the game and you make your selections and depending on what you do, the story goes into your choose your own adventure boat thing. Uh, but this one's really good. Uh, the acting I think is, is better. There are a couple cheesy people in it, but this one is a lot of fun. I've played through it twice so far with two different, wow. uh, types of endings. Uh, the first playthrough I got what I think was probably one of the worst and maybe not the worst ending, but one of the bad endings where I didn't get as far as I could. Um, but I instantly wanted to play it again, like right after that. I'm like, this this game is great. So um, definitely check this one out. It's been on PlayStation, I guess, for a while. And it just released on PC and Xbox uh, recently. Um, but this one is definitely worth your time. If you enjoyed Late Shift and those FMV games, like this is a really good top-notch one. On Steam, it's mostly positive. Like a lot of 
reviews have it like nine and a half, you know, nines, eight and a half. Like it's really well reviewed. Uh, I told Diane to give it a shot because I'd like to see how he would enjoy it because I know he liked late shift and even Coach Mo too um, to kind of see what their reactions would be for it. But I strongly recommend the complex for anybody looking for something fun to play. Um, it runs, uh, it's only 13 bucks on Steam, Lucas. So if you're so inclined to do a movie game, 13 bucks. I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up on uh, Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle. Awesome. That's true. And, it, and it, honestly, it would be a great grab on Humble Bundle. But it did, it did just come out on PC. So like less than a month at this point. So I don't know how soon okay. it would be on Humble Bundle. But uh, it is totally I'm, a good game. I'm trying to figure out who the actress is because she looks familiar. And I know I've seen her in something. I think she has been in other things. I forget what her name is. I looked that up too. But I didn't look up like her IMDb page. But she does have that very familiar esque face of like there's I've a bundle for she's the sister from letter kenny that's why i know who oh, she is okay michelle milet there's two bundles for it on steam there's a, a four ultimate fmv bundle for 36 bucks it's the complex uh shape-shifting detective late shift in the bunker yeah so that's actually a pretty good price 30 percent off i think all of these are done by the same people too yeah i think it's by the same people yeah but yeah, so it, it is, like I said, I strongly recommend it. It's, it's very, very good. Yeah. If you get it with just late shift in these two, it's 23 bucks, yeah. uh, but all four is 36, but yeah, on PC at least, but yeah, strongly recommend it. if you're in for a good narrative game or a game that you could probably just play with your wife. Cause you're not really playing it. You're just making decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one to go with. And it does have a mode, at least on Xbox. So I imagine they all do where you can actually pause decisions. Cause I know sometimes when you play these games, like you have to act quick and be like, uh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You can have it so that when it reaches that point, the game just waits for you to make a decision. So you don't have to feel rushed. You can think about, Oh, what do I want to do? And you can kind of do it that way too. So it's a nice little feature there, but definitely one that I think you can play with other people, or even people that aren't gamers. And I think they'd be interested in this story. It's good. Um, nice. And the last game that actually just started this morning from ID at Xbox is called abduction um and this is by the same team who actually um were the creator of the mist games oh so if you're a fan of like the sierra games from back in the day with like the pseudo fmv but then it goes to the you know the cgi for the rest of the game like the, the like the people are real but the, yeah. everything else is fake around them they yeah. still do this in this game and that's what makes it amazing because they still do, oh do some of the same effects yeah uh, like there's there's one guy i ran like a lot of people are like holographic images which when you do that effect it's okay but there's at one point i found this locked door and i was able to unlock it and just the window opens up and there's a guy behind the window talking to me and it looks so cheesy and fake but it looked like <laughs> Those games are like, oh, my God, like it was the deliberate choice. Like they could have done it better, but it looked like it was like, yes. Um, but basically, it's a it's a puzzle solving game, just similar to like the Mist games are. Um, you play as your as yourself. Like they're not trying to say, oh, your name is John Smith and you woke up here. You're playing it as just you. Uh, you were abducted by a strange flying seed, for lack of a better word, I guess. Like and you just put on this planet. And you slowly find out that like this planet isn't what it seems. You're almost in like a you're on an alien planet, but they kind of have you in this like illusion where it looks like an old West town, but it's not really because in the distance you can see the alien planet like in the background, like where the uh, it, the illusion fakes out like it it breaks away. Mm-hmm. And you're basically trying to help any remaining survivors you can find escape this planet basically as it goes along. So I'm not too far in, but it's very much like the old school point and click story driven, you know, Sierra games that I, I absolutely love those things like Riven and mist and stuff like that. Like those games are great. Uh, Seventh guest and like those types of things. It's it's very much in that same vein that it's a lot of fun. Um, I I think coach actually got this game too. 
uh, on Xbox. So, uh, Coach, if you're listening, let me know how you like it if you've been playing it. But I just started this morning, and I will definitely keep going. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, if you're looking for some like kind of weird one-off type games to try out, that's kind of what I've been doing for uh, GamesReviews.com, just kind of exploring some of these ID at Xboxes. And other than Horror of the Deep, I'm enjoying my time. So I'll, <laughs> I'll go with that. Um, but we went a long time on just what we've been playing. This is that's what like, I do. Like last, no, not not you. We did the same thing last <laughs> week too. Um, so let's let's stop talking for a second. Let's stop hearing from us. Let's hear from you, the listeners. Sign to check out the messages. Message for you, sir. First one comes in from our most loyal question asker, I think, out of everybody. Dev, what is your biggest gaming regret and your favorite gaming achievement? Lucas. Um, probably my biggest gaming regret would be ignoring a lot of PlayStation for a long time. I mean, I basically ignored PS2, 3, for <laughs> you know uh they have a lot of great exclusives and now i'm really missing those and you know it i have a lot to catch up on and hopefully i will someday but uh i mean for my my earliest gaming career ps1 ps1 was kind of where i started so i don't know why i don't know xbox won me over with all the giga flops or whatever Pro- <laughs> probably mega flops at that time but you know, uh, favorite gaming achievement. Well, I don't know how much of an achievement it is, but I remember when, uh, I finally picked up dead space. I think I pre-ordered it or whatever. And I think I beat that game in like two days. I had a day off where I didn't have to do anything. So I picked it up and I played that thing for like eight hours straight. And it was one of the best times of my life, man. It was before kids, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, they were there too. They watched. Uh, yes, this was long before children. But yeah, I worked third shift too. So it was very easy oh, to just, yeah. I mean, stay up all night and play basically. So yeah, that was a good time. Uh, for me, I think, so I have a lot of gaming regrets and I hate to say it this way is when I jump uh, all in on games early, like super early, and then the game ends up being horrible or maybe not horrible <laughs> but just not what i would want yeah so like anthem i'm kind of mad that anthem was a game <laughs> that i bought for donnie and i pre-ordered it and it was not great um hate to, this is going to anger a lot of people too and and people are talking about now especially because it's coming to game pass red dead redemption 2 i'm kind of angry i played that day one i'm like i didn't like if I just waited, I could have bought it for a lot less and been a lot less disappointed, I think, or a lot less angry about what I spent on it. But, you know, clearly I don't learn my lesson because I've paid for Avengers already. So we'll see how that goes with EA. So, <laughs> you know, um, but favorite gaming achievement. I, I mean, not to, to bring up the fall talk again, I think just how many times I've played through Fallout 3 and beaten it and kind of just <laughs> had and not just that, like, oh, I've beaten it so many times. It's not that kind of conversation, it's just that I've beaten it so many times, but I think almost every time I've played through, I've discovered at least one thing new that I didn't run into before or a part of the map I hadn't experienced in the past. I just think like those things I loved doing and I kind of miss having the time to really do that because, you know, when I was doing that, I could game for hours on end. And now with 
the way life is. I don't get to game for hours on end. It's like an hour here, maybe two hours. You can't get that far in a Fallout game in two hours, to be honest. Like, and you can't just yeah. free explore in those in that amount of time. So I don't get to do that anymore. But that was like something I really enjoyed doing was just the constant exploration and Fallout and kind of just finding new things and new storylines and new side missions that I didn't know existed before. Because I would never play these games with a guide to look and say, "Oh, you can go here and get this." Like I never did a Fallout. I loved just experiencing and finding out what was there. Um, but that was probably my, my favorite gaming achievements. How about you, Josh? I have a few of both. I mean, if I'm going to pick the ones that really stick out, <clears throat> my biggest gaming regret is probably buying the Atari Jaguar and like <laughs> spending a lot of money and, and selling a lot of things. I actually would have gotten more enjoyment out of if I spent more time with them. Like your it's body? Yeah. Well, I was a little <laughs> young at the time. I was underage, so I wasn't selling my body yet. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a weird time because this was like Toys R Us was like one of the only places you could buy games. Yeah. And like you couldn't buy games anywhere. Like I remember I wanted to get it because the Alien versus Predator game was coming out for it and you it was sold out everywhere and there's you, there's no online ordering. So you couldn't just buy it. You couldn't nope. pre-order it. Yep. Uh, you just kind of had to hope it was there. I mean, there's definitely some gems like the Dragon, the Bruce Lee story game that was on there mm. was incredible. But the keyboard has a, a dial number, a dial like a pad on it <laughs> yep. yeah. with zero, like a phone pad. It was insane. Uh, big, big regret. <clears throat> um, my favorite gaming achievement. Uh, there's, there's. So I play. I sat in my. I got a recliner. I sat in my recliner for 24 hours straight, not getting up, playing Resident Evil 4 on the Wii. And that was the (laughs) first time I had ever done that for anything. And it was my first time playing Resident Evil 4. Uh, It was Wii, not Wii U, right? It was the Wii. Yeah, that was on the Wii. Because I remember using the nunchuck Mm -hmm. in the Wiimote and having to swap them out mid Yep. Made a session because the batteries died. Batteries died. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I had like I had so much fun playing that game. It was just it wasn't planned that I was going to spend that much time. But I was like I was like I don't know post high school, but you know probably wasn't working that weekend or something. And just the lights were out. Stayed in that living room, living the door like the dorm life in my house, living the bachelor bad life <laughs> uh, with that. You know, just two roommates who could care less. So it was really, it was crazy. It, it's kind of a weird achievement <laughs> to, to, to be bragging about. Um, but it was definitely uh, one of the first times I really committed that much time to a game and enjoyed pretty much every minute of playing it. Yeah, God, who who commits 24 hours straight to play video games all the time? Oh, we, I couldn't oh, do it. I tried. <laughs> we took breaks. I didn't even take breaks for that thing. Oh, you had to get up and pee. Well, you took a break. I only... I was to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I was probably super those... dehydrated. I probably didn't. Uh, <laughs> you need one of those NASCAR driver setups where you can just go, just go in your I seat. Am. Yeah. Let's have Sean Capri collect it next time. We'll just do it that way. Sean, <laughs> come here. <laughs> Sean. Fuck <laughs> it, like, please. He's Bonjour, got monsieur. Monsieur. <laughs> Um, all right, that's enough of that. Uh, Garrett <laughs> asks, do you guys care about custom design hardware? What is the one game slash franchise custom design hardware, headsets, console, blah, 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 you instantly buy? So he's he's alluding to all the cyberpunk stuff that's coming yeah. out that he, he's been geeking out about. Um, do any of the custom design controllers or, or 
consoles get your guys uh engines revving so to speak i mean for me i i don't really care uh, if i need a new controller and i have the options of different colors or different themes and i'm not spending more money i'll do it but i don't drop everything and say i need this controller because i don't look at them i'm playing with them i don't pay too much attention to what they look like and same thing with the consoles like yeah if if i need if i'm buying the console and i get you know typically they'll come with a, a free game or a couple of games if it's like a collection one okay then i'll opt for that one but it's not really about the design of the consoles or the controls i feel like i don't really look at them at all that's just me I mean, for me, I would say pretty much the same thing. It's unfortunate because I feel like a lot of these console designs come out after they've been out for a while. Yeah. So it's like, what am I going to do? Buy another one and then sell the one I already have? Who does that? <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of the time, and for the longest time, you know, I, I can say that I do care because I I think they're cool. I don't think they're stupid. I have to say that because I spent so much time designing my own computer. So how could I say that that's any better than an actually officially designed, mm. made to look awesome thing, especially when it comes to cyberpunk. And if I was going to drop everything and buy something themed, it would be for cyberpunk because I've seen some of these designs and they look pretty sweet. So I, I don't know. I, I, I've got the cyberpunk fever. Or, or maybe it's just COVID. I don't know. But I think you I, need more cowbell. <laughs> yes, exactly. I I so wanted to make that joke, but I was being respectful. Come on, Kevin. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Leave it to me. I, I do. I do leave it to you. Headset maybe a little bit too far, though. Come on. It's a thing you put on your head. <laughs> Those are nice headsets. I almost bought one. I know, but the Xbox one was super nice. They do. They look fine. They look cool. But really, like if I'm going to go in a, in in order of importance, I would say console controller headset last. Well, yeah, you need a console to have a controller to, use <laughs> to have a headset. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, too, like that headset, like, I mean, it looks cool, but it doesn't look that Amazing. Different. I don't but know it's, that it's, it's like wireless, right? Because I have a wired razor headset, and I yeah, it is I wireless. Should have saved up and just bought. It's actually cheaper than the wired one I bought, so I should have just, <laughs> you know. Honestly, I think it's the least cool thing out of out of the yeah. Group, so. Of course, I agree. Of course, you would say that, and you. <laughs> I don't even mind. You're not it getting a silent up, Donnie so. moment out of me. Oh yeah. <laughs> I see what yeah. you're doing. <laughs> uh, the the Xbox ones look. I mean, they just look like beat up old headsets. So that one's kind of weird. The Johnny Silverhand edition. I don't know if you saw that one. But it's no, it was like a the one I was looking at was like a green, like military style. Yes. Okay. So those are nice. Those yeah, ones I'm are nice. I'm looking at the black and yellow one. Oh, uh, the black and it was the black and yellow, the exclusive Xbox. That's one? the Arctis Arctis One Wireless Netrunner edition. Is that one the yellow one? The There's Arctis so One Wireless for Xbox is the one I think is the least. Yeah, let me send you guys the link and you can see them all. Buy them all. Buy Buy them them all all here. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, like the ones Josh is describing, I think, are at the top of the page here. And you can tell me. So, if Josh, if that's the Uh, case, like those ones are nice at the top. Um, But they also don't scream. Yeah, those are all different. Yeah, but the thing to me is like, if you don't know what they're from, like nobody's going to look at that and be like, oh, those are awesome. Like, it just looks like, you know. A design. Right. That's kind of what I like about them, though. Yeah, like the multi-purpose. But the ones below, that one for Xbox, like to me, that's ugly. The The dragon one? Dragon, yeah, well, I guess dragon. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah, the yeah. the one one ear just looks like it's a scuffed up old headset. Like it looks like it came out of Borderlands. Yeah, so I'm like, 
I'm going to pay $100 for that. But I don't know. I'm also not the wireless audio guy, too. I prefer the wired because I know its response time is quicker. Yeah. Like, you always get just not distortion, but a delay with, with wireless. So I just prefer the wired one personally. But now I hear you. I just got really expensive um, wireless Bose headsets and uh, headphones in there, the, the earbud ones. And yeah. already just listening to them the first time, the left one like cut out intermittently and then cut back in. And I was like, yep. Son of a- <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, that's the cost of the wireless thing. So I've never, I've never been a big wireless guy, but, but the yeah, convenience though, <laughs> Kevin, did you say, did you answer what would be an instant buy for you? I said nothing. <laughs> I, said, one. I don't think there is one that I'd be like, I mean, I don't think there, I said cyberpunk would be out of anything, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I'm hot for right now. So yeah, I would only do it if if I had a need to pick one up anyway and I had the options. And yeah, I might exactly. go for like something like a Zelda theme console or an Animal yeah. Crossing theme console if I was in the market for one. But I would never you know, just drop it and get it. You know, gotcha. you know what I'd rather do? I'd rather buy a regular console and then buy a vinyl skin and skin it myself yeah. and have a, my own design. Because mm, then I know, yeah, then I know 8,000, 800,000 other people don't have it. Except for the people who bought that vinyl skin. Shut up. No, he's gonna have a custom vinyl skin. He's gonna yeah, design himself. I'm gonna I'm gonna start my own custom vinyl skin. <laughs> he's gonna factory. make the drink your milkshake console. That no, I won't. I'll start it and then I'll never finish it. David. Uh, so all right, the last question comes in from Vinny. Uh this is in regards to the the Splatfest that they've resurrected from the dead for some oh. reason. I don't know why they're trying to make Splatoon a thing again. I thought it was done. Uh Team Ketchup or Team Mayo? Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> mm, depends on what it's going on, but I would say in general, ketchup. Okay. Josh? Yeah. I don't have a Wii U anymore, so I guess I'd say ketchup. Well, it's also on Switch. Splatoon 2 is on Switch. I know. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember. I think when, when this was out, I think I did Team Ketchup only because I, like, I wanted to be able to shoot the red ink because I'm like, it'll look like blood everywhere. This category oh, is so boy. old. I played this Splatfest or when I used to have yeah. Splatoon 2. Right. That's, what I said. <laughs> like, I, that, that's my exact comment too. Yeah. But so in reality, are you a ketchup or a mayo person? Ketchup. Ketchup. Mayo you is pus in a jar. Oh, oh so it is. <laughs> I like both, but one of the best uses of mayo. We gotta get into. We gotta get into Food Network mode here. Garlic aioli, tuna fish. No, no, no. Coleslaw fish. A bacon wrapped hot dog with mayo Gross. is delicious. <laughs> Not what do you need lie. a condiment if you have you? a bacon wrapped hot dog? Why do you need a condiment? What do you need anything besides the bacon? <laughs> so think of <laughs> a BLT, on, Justin. You're crazy. Think of a BLT. You have mayo on a BLT, right? This is the same philosophy. Mm. You got the smokiness of the bacon with the mayo, and you should have the better hot dog as opposed to tomato and lettuce. You know, just works better. I don't know because a hot dog is inferior meat, and I think it brings <laughs> down the bacon. That's what your wife said. Oh, <laughs> oh. you got to get the all beef. That's why you're calling just, it you're a hot dog get, is giving me a, get a mixed. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta snappy. I'm getting those it. weird. You get like 64 hot dogs, and it's only like three bucks. Yeah, that's no, the problem. That's not, that's uh, not real. Bar S, I think they're called. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Bar no E in there. <laughs> no. But I haven't had it very often, but I do recall like the couple times I've done that at home, done the bacon wrap hot dogs and just a little bit of mayo, and it is so good. Like, not I, a lot, just a little bit. It's I mean, great. it sounds like a heart attack on a stick. You I mean, literally... oh, totally <laughs> it totally is, but it's delicious. That's the only reason to do anything, really. Exactly. Because it's delicious. 
Um, so thank you for sending those questions. A reminder, you can let us every, know every week what kind of ridiculous things you'd like us to talk about by reaching us in the Discord or tweeted us when we ask you for them. Or, I mean, you can tweet us when we don't ask for them too, but we know you're not going to do that. We we guilt all you listeners into asking questions. We know that, so it's fine. Just wait for us to ask. It's true. And, and give us what we ask for. So it's been a week. Look, so it's time to talk about the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. You go first. Okay. How about I start with my real news for once? Uh, This is pretty unfortunate news, actually. And I saw this kind of coming to a head a little bit before I actually found an article about it. I was seeing whisperings here and there, but apparently, because we were talking about this last week, so it's applicable. The um, composer of Doom and Doom Eternal soundtrack, Mick Gordon, it it seems to have come out that he did not mix almost all of the entire soundtrack of Doom Eternal. And audiophiles have been noticing like, hey, this because there's some songs that uh, are on Doom Eternal that were from the original well, Doom 2016. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and people were noticing it sounded different. And basically, long story short, without getting too uh, technical, it was mixed by someone else. And it appears that it wasn't his choice uh, to have that happen. And they did not do a very good job. I'm assuming Bethesda decided to use whoever. And... If you're familiar with music at all, there's a phenomenon where they take the dynamic, the dynamicness of a song and crush it so that all the instruments and everything in the music are exactly the same volume throughout the entire track, basically. So there's no dynamicism to, if that's a word, to the track at all. And it makes it sound very flat Flat, because it's kind of almost tiring to your ears. They have a picture of the waveforms from the original and then the the uh, new doom eternal soundtrack and it just looks awful. Um, And so basically what came out was uh, some people were complaining about it on Twitter. Mick Gordon comes on and says, well, you know, I only mixed like three of these songs and uh, he, he actually said, I didn't mix those and wouldn't have done that. You'll be able to spot the small handful of tracks I mixed, which were meat hook command and command and control. Yeah. Command and conquer, (laughs) uh, et cetera. And so uh, it's not in this particular story, but I saw that it seems like he won't be working with Bethesda at all in the future. So some something bad went down. uh, And this is part of it, I guess, that uh, I'm assuming he had to make compromises to his integrity as a (laughs) as a musician. So I I was going to say, I thought at first up until I read the part where he said, you know, you'll be able to spot the differences in the ones he mixed. I was wondering if it was for compression reasons or something like in order to make the game run better. They had to do like, I don't know, like I thought maybe there was a technical reason, but if you only did it on certain songs, that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah. And I'm not really sure why uh, it's just creative differences. That's all it's going to come out to be is creative differences. But I can't believe with such a uh iconic soundtrack is doom 2016 you'd come back with the same guy and be like no 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 we know what we're doing right that's that's (laughs) so yeah it it bumps me out because uh i didn't really know him before doom 2016 and then i went through and i was like oh this guy's awesome and now he's not going to be doing doom music anymore it seems so really unfortunate crazy um so we've been talking a lot about how we're all locked up in our houses got nothing else to do let's try and play some games sure 
Well, <laughs> video game revenue hit ten billion in March, its best month ever. That is insanity. So we're all trapped at home. We're buying digital games more than ever before. In a month where you think about it, not a whole heck of a lot came out that month in it's March. True. So Animal Crossing New Horizons sold more digital units in a single month than any other. And keep in mind, the game has only been out for a month, like just as of a few days ago. Um, has sold more digital units in a single month than any other console game in history, totaling more than 5 million digital copies. Goodness. Doom Eternal sold 3 million units, which is more than three times as many units as sold during its initial launch month in May 2016 for Doom 2016. Wow. It just staggering. Uh, Free-to-play games, Warzone, um, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare in March it boosted his game monthly active users to 159% to 62.7 million Holy people cow. playing Warzone right now. And even Half-Life Alex still managed to draw in almost 900,000 players for a VR game, which that that's a big deal. Like, I think that's kind of yeah. down sorry, a little bit. That's huge for VR. Oh yeah, for sure. Spending. I, can't even, I, w- sorry, I would yeah. be, I'd be interested to see what the even next closest game would be. I bet it's in the tens of thousands. It's yeah. I think like it's got to blow out of the water. Uh, even mobile gaming uh, spending increased 15%. Um, which jumped up more than 64% from February too. So it's like, it just, everybody's just spending their money on games apparently, but yeah, it's, it's complete insanity. You know, they talked about animal crossing, even physical like total sales have outsold at launch more than any Mario or Zelda game in history. Like for animal crossing people, like (laughs) I'm an animal crossing fan and that's ridiculous. Like we, we, we've seen in the discord, Caroline, you know, going off and how, you know, animal crossing has been mainstreamed now and it used to be like a hipster game which is true but like this is like legit man like it is launch outsold more than any mario or zelda game. like breath of the wild come on like it outsold breath of the wild at launch for well, animal crossing and i think part of that too though is like you have all these people who uh kind of grew up with animal crossing having kids now and all mm. these kids are st- at home stuck at home and so you know you gotta get every kid a switch every kid their own uh <laughs> it because it was all a conspiracy and uh i mean it is amazing i don't know how much it's not surprising it's just amazing how much like yeah, by I mean, how much right that's what i mean like to i i knew it was gonna have a big launch just by the amount of people talking about it, even before covid like we knew it was a lot of people excited to play it for the first time or you know stuff like that but just how much more it jumped is insanity um but yeah, so I just thought it was worth kind of talking about how people are just spending more money on video games, even though it was really only two games that came out last month. <laughs> Doom I and Animal Crossing. <laughs> Ridiculous. But what else you got, Lucas? Uh, hold on. Boy, can I just go on a tangent and say I am tired of every website saying, hey, you need to allow ads on this website or yeah, else no, I can't I see anything. <laughs> oh. You just want everything for free. I do. <laughs> um, I mean... I mean, they didn't spend any money to find this news, so why should I pay to read it? <laughs> exactly. They just copied it from whatever website, news site uh, reported on the, it first. Or you just get the press releases in your email and you just copy and paste. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, my favorite game I don't play. Let's let's talk about it. We yeah. haven't heard enough about it. Uh, so you got these new Fallout 76 NPCs that you're enjoying, Kevin. Um, 
Boy, that sounded weird. Are you uh, enjoying that? <laughs> <laughs> oh so apparently these new NPCs have some quirks. There was a uh, a news article I was going to talk about last episode where if you nuke the one of the cities there, they just go on about their day and they put on – they actually react to the nuke not yep. by running away or dying. They just put on hazmat suits and then continue about their lives. I thought How do they get great. the PPE? I'm dying to know. They manufacture their own. They craft their own workbenches. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so here in this article, apparently, if you if you have an NPC follower or an NPC like an as an escort, something oh. like that, as a mission, oh. and you die, they will just uh, conveniently crouch down near your dead body and just pick up your heat that you were packing. Mm-hmm. Regardless Can of you- how... Phrase that differently. No, no. no I can't. <laughs> Is this Fallout speak? You don't Drunk. understand. <laughs> so they get their hands on your equipment, and regardless of how rare that may be, oh. uh, they'll put it to good use. And uh, there's been some players who found this to be uh, a very negative thing. Oh, that too. Um. Somebody talked about a. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find the actual weapon name, but apparently it's a. Oh, here we go, a plasma Gatling gun. Yeah. Uh, very powerful. What we- any any Gatling gun? It could be a BB Gatling gun, and I'm sorry, but that's probably gonna, you know, destroy somebody. Yep. And uh, you know, their NPC friend just happened to pick it up, and this is mine now. And since you can't barter with the NPCs, or really, uh, you can't kill them because yep. in most Fallout games, you could just kill whoever you feel like. Um, you you can't get it back. There's no bartering. There's no killing them. There's no stealing it from them. It's gone forever. I I mean, I get why this person's upset because that's a really good, not common gun. But how many times do you do that to people in Fallout where you just kill them and you take everything off their body? <laughs> Every single thing that they have, you loot them for everything. It's, it's AI right. learning. Right. That's what I mean. I'm like, I, I get why they're mad, but I'm not mad that this is a potential thing now Bethesda said that this was not a deliberate choice so they're going to work on fixing it anyway but I find it hilarious personally <laughs> like yeah if they're in this mission you die like if I'm no offense if we're in war Lucas and you have a Gatling gun and you go down and I have like a rifle mm-hmm. you're dead I'm using your gun I'm sorry I, yeah. I'm still alive I need to keep going here so I don't blame them it worked for Russia exactly and Russia's <laughs> the model for everything we should be doing clearly. that's a history joke for you <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I feel like everything they do has some story behind it. That's why I love this game. That's why I keep reporting about it, because no matter what happens, it's a, a hilarious thing. It's a story, and, and it's just a game that keeps creating stories. Now, did you see the story about the stags that have shown up since the update? No. So there's these rad stags, they call them. They're radiated, you know, deer, but they're two-headed. And just like because what you do in fall is whenever you see an animal, you kill it. And right. you take meat or whatever little things it has. Well, Bethesda added this animal in and people are just killing it, taking stuff. But somebody discovered that if you actually don't kill it and you follow it, it will lead you to loot. <laughs> so they're what? actually like encouraging you not to kill these things because if you don't, they'll lead you to treasures. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that's a, not a mechanic people would ever think to do. You're like, I see this thing. I'm going to kill it. Like, But if you don't, you get rewarded for not killing the deer. So, yeah. I feel like that happens in life, too. You get rewarded for not killing the deer. Probably. It'll lead you to loot. Better than better than taking their meat. 
You got to find those deer wearing those pink uh, sunglasses and follow them wherever they're going. Yep. yep. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Moving on. Lucas, have you yeah. ever, after a long day, the kids are in bed, maybe you have a nice frosty beer. You ever look to your wife and say, honey, I'd like to peek at you. <laughs> and like she immediately be- calls you a nerd and walks away. But I'm pretty sure that's probably happened. Was that on your TikTok, Kevin? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> Donnie's dream has come true because now there's Pokemon themed lingerie, everybody. So if you're looking for that special something to get your wife, I mean, Mother's Day is coming up, everybody. Why not get some iconic character themed lingerie? Kevin, I'm so mad. There's no link to the website in that article because there is, but it's Japanese. I wanted to buy that for my wife. No joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's only, so it's only available in Japan, Korea, and China. Oh, you. Sorry. Tease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's from, a, it's from, from a Beach John. I uh, was previously done Sailor Moon and One Piece themed underwear. We'll be selling pocket monster lingerie for your pocket monsters, everybody. Oh. oh. Um, they've done stuff featuring Eevee and Pikachu. Um, and it's actually not Jigglypuff. How would you like to be the girl here, honey? I got you some Jigglypuff well, underwear. The one, the one with the balls is the nicest. Yeah, That's I mean they're in. all they're actually all <laughs> pretty tastefully done. Like they're not sleazy or. I think these. So well, yeah. The the actual, although that one pair of panties looks like it has a bra on the panties, which doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, that's a little weird. Uh, but so. the actual garments are done well. But I find the designs to be fairly lacking. Oh yeah, it's just pure just we're gonna take things like the evie's just stitched <laughs> like you wouldn't be able to tell unless you were like really close observing to be like what's that on those honey quit moving <laughs> i'm trying to work out the design on your clothes I'm that you're gonna to, take off to, in two seconds I'm trying to pokemon she's like yeah so am i um <laughs> but yeah it's so yeah that's out there so do they get shipped in pokeballs like when you buy one do you open it and it's like the lingerie is in a pokeball because if not then... i feel like they should be but I, mean, I don't know it also comes with an animal inside <laughs> It's probably dead. Two headed deer. Follow it to loot. <laughs> what? Oh, they sent me eradicate. Oh, it's dead. <laughs> oh. That's why you don't import things from Japan. It's true. <laughs> and Corona, because that's what happened. We imported Hong Kong. allegedly. Hong Alleg- Kong. That's China, people. That's China. You can get this from China too. That's fine. <laughs> it's probably but, made in China. Well, it is. I said that. <laughs> exactly. That's what I said because I listened to the story. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, if you so inclined, I don't know. Maybe maybe Caroline's going to import some because she likes to import things. But uh, goes on sale May husband in Japan. Yeah, she imports her husband. <laughs> oh, the laundry for her husband. That's what's really disturbing is there's no option for him. Where's so the all the options are I for mean, him? You could wear <laughs> any of them. If you really you got to cool. think outside the box, not inside the box. <laughs> Look, listen, I don't know about you guys, but I do not have the figure of a Japanese lady, so I don't think I'm going to be fitting in, in any of this. You have to buy the like five X, which would just be a normal large in American terms. That's true. What they do. It's true. None of this is going to fit my body pillow anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Moving on, Lucas. What else you got? Yeah, speaking of sad stories, uh, so because of this whole all of the COVIDs going around, mm. um, some some somebody's bachelor party was basically canceled, as it should be, right? Because that's probably the worst thing to do. What? Because nobody deserves happiness. Exactly. Apparently, that's. I mean, 
settle for a life of unhappiness. <laughs> exactly. Nobody can. Nobody gets to uh, start anything off with a bang in 2020. That's what. So actually, it's a funny story before you go into it. Kind of talk because we're talking about weddings here. So my cousin was supposed to get married last weekend. She had to yeah. cancel because of the thing. But they turned around and had a private ceremony in their house where a minister came in and did the ceremony there. They just got married in their living room. Like so, they they film some of it. And like they're in the you know he's in his tuxedo, she's in her yeah. wedding. They just straight up got married in the living room. We're like the minister is dead now. <laughs> no, she, she actually wore a mask and like and gloves. Like you can tell in the video, like she went nowhere near them. But yeah, yeah. but yeah. Weird. Well, good for them. They probably saved a ton of money. Actually, Most yeah. I don't know what there. I'm like, that's the I'm, dream wedding. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not like, what's happening? Like, do we have just a party later on, or are you just not doing it? Like, I don't know. Like, it's a weird weird times we're in. But anyway, it sorry. Is. Speaking of weird times, mm. so this guy's uh, bachelor party gets canceled due to the COVIDs, and uh, his friends they weren't they weren't like many of my friends who would have just been like, "All right, well, I'm off the hook and don't have to do anything now." No, they constructed a video game that he could play through. Uh, I think it was Twitch out of cardboard, so it's a real life video game where he controls a GoPro camera on wheels with a PS4 controller and they set up this entire almost tabletop RPG-esque game made out of cardboard. There's a shop. He had to fight four different uh, characters. The the friends were all in different um, garb, as it were, uh, dressed up as different enemies. And each level took place in a different friend's house. So each each uh, level was like a different friend, basically, that set this up. So as you can see in the article, they they drew out all of this, all the details of the, the town onto these cardboard structures. And mm. uh, yeah, I mean, would you guys do this for me if uh, my no. bachelor party was mm. <laughs> okay? I'm watching this video. The amount of work. It's insane. These people have to be visual effects artists or work in the film industry. No, I think they just, I think they watched a YouTube video and figured out how to do it that way. That's it. Yeah. They just watched a YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) It's in, it's crazy. The amount of detail that has gone into this. The fact that they literally drew in cobblestone onto um, cardboard. They act out. Any NPC interaction. Yeah. Uh, it's next level. You know, uh, it's. I'm going to feel like an idiot when we find out that this is just like some crazy advertising stunt for somebody's like design firm or something. Like all just dressed up to make it look like it, it happened this way. Even even if that was the case, that's still impressive. It is impressive. Yeah. They got some green screen work going on. I see like a village on fire. Oh, cardboard yeah. armor like this it's it's pretty awesome there's a yeah. pikachu at one point <laughs> i don't know why of course there is I, no one knows why i just i just thought i don't know if it's a cutscene or what is iron man at some point like i don't know what that was there's weird. special effects it's yeah, yeah. animated yeah it's incredible uh, it's insane it's legit but, is what, it what is. troubles me is this is this guy's bachelor party and his fiance is sitting next to him the entire time Kevin, it's 2020, man. Why can't he enjoy his bachelor party? <laughs> it's not a bachelor party. You should be marrying someone you enjoy spending time with, not someone you want to get away from. You're locked in the house. <laughs> you can't get away. This is a weird, different time for everybody. No, no, it is very cool. Um, I would love to try and do something like that if I was talented enough to do so, but I am not. So, sorry, you. you can't have your second bachelor party. 
I mean, I'll come it's to okay. Michigan, I guess, for your second bachelor party. But <laughs> could you imagine if that was the thing? Do. Second bachelor party. Well, some people don't get a first one. Well, they actually, as men, we snuck that in and called it a diaper party and basically just made it second bachelor party. Yeah, that's so. how I learned about diaper parties from yeah. Fox the Post. <laughs> exactly. So there you I have said to it. my wife, I didn't get a diaper party. What the heck? <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, you, you, you didn't get in on the craze. No, I already had my kid before then. It was too late. So speaking of bachelor parties and debauchery and all that good stuff, uh, Lucas leaves room. Anyway, I'm like, I... okay, so we're doing a show here. I don't know if you're. I'm sorry. No, my monitors are freaking out, and it's making both of them go off. So I keep like getting things going crazy. So I was just trying to fix it. You can't handle Josh and I at the same time. You can't. Anyway, as as I, so speaking of debauchery and all that stuff, <laughs> did you know that Elijah Wood wants to take your cherry? Speaking of what Lucas just said, geez. Excuse me? <laughs> Elijah Noah. Wood. Cherry. Elijah Wood, no. Yeah. So apparently because this is what everybody's playing, as we talked about earlier, uh, Elijah Wood is playing Animal Crossing. Mm. And there was a story that came out, which I actually had in our docket before everybody started talking about this. I saw this early on. Uh, somebody was posting on Twitter that you know their island was buying turnips uh, for 599 bells, which is Insane. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> So she gets a DM in Twitter from Elijah Wood saying, hey, can I have your Dodo code? I'd like to come to your island. And this person, of course, was like, oh, my God, yes, let's do this. And Elijah Wood really showed up on her island. And his character looks like Elijah Wood would be if he was in Animal Crossing. As you can see in the article, here you see the picture. Elijah uh, Wood looks like somebody who came from Animal Crossing. Yeah, and he's also like, <laughs> I'm from Elijahville from Woodtown or something like that. It's very unoriginal. <laughs> Driftwood, yeah, he's from Driftwood. Driftwood, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was super polite when he was there. He told the person that your island is beautiful. He asked me, I pick some from fr- fruit, like everything. Like it's just the strangest thing. Where like, how how does this happen? This is our world right now, where Elijah Wood is randomly dropping into people's islands because Hollywood, they're normal people too, just like you and I. Actually, they're not normal. He's much nicer than a normal person would That's be. That's true. That's On paper, true. fame changes you. I just, I think it's really cool, but I. <laughs> I legitimately, honestly feel terrible for Brie Larson and her Twitter because oh god, because she's like, going to get harassed with Turner prices because she's been such a fangirl of mm-hmm. Animal Crossing for the past few months that people are like, oh wait, this cool celebrity actually likes a video game and she can back it up and she dresses like Tom Nook and like she has all this stuff like she's been playing forever. Yeah. So for me, being new to Animal Crossing, I was kind of shocked to see someone of her caliber fangirling out <laughs> about it months before it came out. Yeah. And, so and now she, you're going to look at her Twitter tomorrow and be like, oh, God, yeah. Bree, 140 bells. Bree, 180 <laughs> oh, bells. Oh, God. Like, no, come day. to my island. <laughs> and, if, and if she doesn't show up in, in a Captain She's Marvel. She's the worst. Island, Captain Marvel, Marvel 2 canceled. She hates men. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny because, like, I mean, I don't follow Elijah Wood anyway, so I wouldn't know if he's like been known as a Nintendo fan person or this is just something he's he's bored and he picked it up too. Like, maybe he's a first time player. Who knows? Um, but you're right. Like any celebrity that comes out saying like they've been playing Animal Crossing at this point, it's gonna be bombarded with like come to my island. But I just thought it was a really, uh, you know, cute story that Elijah Wood just randomly was like, "Hey, can I come to your town, please?" Oh, your island is beautiful. Like this person like screenshot the crap out of it, of course, and yeah. Had like all of her friends show up to the island quickly while he was there, type deal. Like, but 
yeah, he seemed to be a really good sport about it and was super nice, which is just uh, a fun thing to see in these times. So like a nice little uh, happy story to end the show on, as opposed to somebody not being able to have their bachelor party and Lucas walking away. You know, life is tough. Sometimes you got to have your tag party online, as they call it. With your wife next to you, dragging With you down. your gosh darn wife. <laughs> they weren't married yet. Special. Oh, that's fair. Well, they yeah. were married. You're married before you put the ring on, let's face it. Yeah, that's fair. You're enough. married once you take the ring off. What? Oh. <laughs> By force. By force. <laughs> By force. <everybody. laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. So what do you say we wrap this thing up, guys? Sure. Cool. Josh, since you're the guest, where can people find hey. you and all the other stuff you do on those interwebs? Oh, boy. You can find me on this podcast I do with Kevin. It's called Exhausted, a Fast and Furious retrospective. We're recording tomorrow night, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. But if We're you're listening to this, it happened line. two days ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can find me on board of the video games with my awesome leader, Co-hosts, does all the work, Kyle Hyman at Psychocross. In fact, tomorrow night, after we record with Kevin, uh, we're going to be playing Predator Hunting Grounds if anyone... Oh, they're not going to hear it in time. Mm. Uh, Well, check out my Twitter post from the past and see that I was looking to recruit people to play (laughs) Predator Hunting Grounds with Kyle and I. And then be on the lookout for next time when you want to play again. And then if you have you this go. game, tweet at me so I know you have it, and we'll find some gaming time. You can find me on PlayStation Network at Why So Serious. That's S-I-R-R-I-U-S. There you go. Lucas, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on the discords at Heavy Metal underscore Riff. Uh, I, I like to hang out in there sometimes. Although lately I find that I only have time to check it once or twice. And then I see there's so much that I'm just like, uh, clear all notifications. Um, or, or I love it when you hop into a room and then you see, like you immediately respond to something that you read and then you realize it was from a day ago. And <laughs> you just feel like a jerk. Uh, and then I do another podcast called Flux to Pose, where we talk a little bit of everything, including video games. And uh, I'm on the Twitters at Heavy Mode Metal underscore Riff. Heavy Metal. Uh, you can follow the show at PSVG. Head on over to the website, PSVG.blog, to find links to all the stuff we do, all the shows, all the Patreons, all the Discords, all those things. If you're so inclined to want to seek more of me out, I don't know why on earth you'd want to do so, but you can find me on basically everything at PSVG Kevin whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any gaming console, that's just what it is. TikTok, if you want to follow me on TikTok where I embarrass my kids. I saw yes, that. Yep, yeah, it's true. But uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. Thank you for hopefully telling some friends about our great thing we have going on here. Or at least we think it's great. But most importantly, we ask as always that you never stop gaming. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons 
at patreon.com slash psvg. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.